0: Dafsamach Ballad of Terer and the Maim we're learning today begins uh, at the end of Dafsamach Samach Gimel, based on the posuk and Shir in the first parak, uh, which says, L-sus- uh, to the horses uh, of Pari's chariots, and this word can be translated as uh, either Rashi gives two translations, Either uh, uh, my beloved is quiet, is silenced, or that uh, my beloved, that uh, I demonstrated that you are my beloved. Uh, So somehow Hashem is saying, at least in in the second interpretation, Hashem is saying to the Jewish people that through the uh, horses of Paris chariots, I demonstrated my love to the Jewish people. So now, this word, to demonstrate, is also, is also to, um, to uh, use as a metaphor. So we could read this passage also, that the horses of Pari's chariots are demesichah. They're compared to Rayasi, my beloved. And therefore, you have to understand why. Now, the Zohar says that when Pari was chasing after the Jewish people, so originally as he was chasing them and then they ended up meeting at uh, Chris Yamsov. So they, he had the uh, female horses uh, first. And then as he was approaching, he changed him and had the uh, male horses first. And uh, in a, way so Hashem was originally going before the Jewish people as they were escaping from Egypt like it says that Hashem that Hashem was going before them by day and then when they actually got to the Yamsuf, uh, right before the splitting of the sea it says that the uh, Malach of Hashem was, uh, that was traveling before the camp moved to travel behind the camp so again, we have this switching, just like we have the horses switching around, male in front, uh, in, first female in front, and male in the back, then male in front, female in the back. And so too with Hashem in front of the, the camp of the Jewish people. First we have Hashem in front, and then the uh, Jewish people, and then it swaps around. So we need to understand... Uh, how uh, Hashem's beloved, the Jewish people, are, are connected to the horses of Pari, are compared to the horses of, horses of Pari. So, the idea of a horse is that on one hand, you control the horse, the rider controls where the horse goes. On the other hand, the horse can take it further than where the rider can go by itself. So, this is similar to words, that on one hand, the words, they're not independent. They only express the ideas in the mind and heart. On the other hand, they develop when you speak. It develops those ideas, so you understand better, and you have the, the emotion becomes solidified uh, more than if before you speak. So they also, so the the words also take the intellect and the emotion further than where it would go by itself. So uh, when a person Uh, When a person davens, so then he has this experience that the davening uh, expands his uh, passion. But uh, still, before davening, he needs to first have his splendos. He has to first reflect about Hashem in order to develop the feeling and not just rely on when he speaks, it will become passionate except for someone who's not able to have his brain in is not able to uh, have, focus his mind on ideas that will bring him to love of Hashem. So then he can just rely on um, on uh, saying the words of davening and hope, hoping that that will create an emotion. Like it says, Hashem told Noyach uh, to come into the table, to engross, which the like the to explained, to engross himself in the words of Tfilah and Teherah. And through the words, and hopefully we'll have impact and they will be able to elevate. But the Pasek says, like we said also in the previous Mimer, <clears throat> that Hashem doesn't, although horses, which uh, refer to words, uh, so they have a, they can accomplish a lot, but still, Hashem doesn't want, Levi Garissa says, yes, yeah, Hashem doesn't desire the strength of horses. Uh, that uh, still, the words are not the ultimate, but what Hashem wants is, as Hashem of those who fear Hashem. Now, Yer Shemayim is beyond the wor- words of uh, Tefillin and Tera. Next paragraph in the Yesh. So now... Now, two types of words, just like we we spoke about uh, male and female horses, there's male and female words. What does that mean? The female words is like uh, the, f- the females, the macabre, the recipient, the male is the mashbia. The female is within and, uh, you know, more in- involved in the detail, integrated, whereas the male represents being a- a- above, being, you know, just looking at things from the outside rather than sort of being integrated and nurturing from the inside. So so, uh, so the female words is from below to above. <clears throat> and therefore, in terms of our relationship with Hashem, it says Rosalelah Sata, arousal from above. And then <clears throat> that uh, elicits a uh, reaction from above, and this arousal from above, from Hashem. Which is Amshachah down to us. So our efforts are <clears throat> mamalei, whereas in other it's based on the uh, the relationship with Hashem that we're able to have within our level. Whereas then the response from Hashem is sabbath, which is uh, beyond what we understand, what we can understand, and beyond our limits uh so to have a revelation of Hashem down here uh, beyond what we could get and th- with with our own efforts and this is like the male horses so this is uh, and this is uh, with the words of Tara that uh, they bring Hashem to fill the world beyond what we could reach ourselves <clears throat> so we find that on one hand Hashem's the, the passage says quoted that Hashem's glory fills the whole earth. On the other hand, it says, Animali, I feel. So is it just Hashem's glory or is it Hashem himself? So they're, they're both true. That really Animali, really Hashem's essence fills, fills uh heaven and earth, but on the other hand, this world is so materialistical and, and godliness is so concealed in this world, and therefore how, do, how does how how can Hashem be enclosed in this world? So, this is through Kvei through Hashem's glory filling earth, then Hashem himself can fill the earth. What is his glory? It's Torah uh, that Kavei uh, is the numerical value of 32 and there are 32 parts of uh, Chachmah of wisdom, which this is, is uh, the wisdom of Terah so 32 connects to Terah And Arisa, uh, uh comes from Chachma, so again Chachmah, which is uh, 32, the 32 pathways of Chachma is connected to Terah And uh, through the earth being full of Terah so then Hashem himself can fill the earth as well, despite the materialism and the uh, low spiritual state. Uh, so uh, through Terah, which is the male words, in other words, teira uh, is from Hashem's perspective. Tfillah is from our perspective. So through uh, Terah which is hamshacha from above to below. So then Hashem's able to fill the, the earth, like it says that when we learn Terah, Hashem learns teira opposite us. Uh, that that uh, that. Uh, Although, uh, Chachma, even Chachma is only compared to Hashem. So despite Chachma being like nothing, like a compared to Hashem, but still, through Terah, Hash- Hashem himself is brought down to be manifest in the world. Now, the part, it says about Torah, part, this is a passage in Chavakok, that Kisirka, also Secha, it says... Uh, that when you ride on uh, horses, your, your chariots of salvation. And this pasuk is talking about Matan Torah. Uh, and it, it talks about the. this is the male horses uh, running, galloping. And uh, similarly, with uh, it, it says at Matan Torah, uh, that uh, Hashem came down onto the mountain and, so this is all the idea of hamshacha that we that uh, Hashem responds to us trying to come up to Hashem with coming with him Hashem coming down. So that's our female horses, uh, then uh, uh, connecting to Hashem, so to speak, male horses. In other words, that's a mashbia from above to below. And uh, just as with uh, in kedusha, there's uh, these two types of horses. The uh, female words and male words, in other words, our words, sending up to Hashem, and then Hashem's response back to us. So similarly in Clipper you have these two levels that uh, we can, that when a person connects to the just futil- futility of the world with just speak, babbling about nothing, or or even worse, speaking lashon hara. So that is our words. In other words, the the female words, and then the response from Hashem. So when we uh, so when we uh, uh, do our part in a wrong way, so it elicits a similar response from above to have even even more bad uh, to, that that uh, the male horses are it, just to, to create um, uh, dirty garments for uh, uh, for us, which surround us and encompass us this is this is uh now the posse says it at chris yamsuf that pare rather that uh that uh, pare was chasing after the yidden that pare that pare was chasing and he wanted to uh bring the yidden into the depths depths of clipper and therefore that's why he put the female horses first uh, because he wanted that Hashem responded with his horses, which are the words, the female horses are the words of Twil and male words of Teirah, females, halal, elevating up to Hashem and the male is Hamshacha, bringing down from Hashem. So instead of bringing down the makif of Klippa, we bring down the makif, the beyond of Ketusha through our Teirah. And uh, so now this is the meaning of the story in in uh, Torah, and uh, the same applies also in in Vedas Hashem, because all of us have uh, the Yitzis Mitzrayim have the Exodus in, ha- inside ourselves and, and have to rem- have to live with Yitzis mitrayim. personally, and like we mentioned in the uh, Shema, we say that uh, Hashem is ani your God who took took us out from egypt and then the next paragraph we say the yams of Lembakata, we talk about how Hashem split the sea for us this is something ongoing that we have to have both levels each day so now mitzrayim means limitations and boundaries and the world in general is limited and both in in place and in time and uh, so now call us mitzrayim the exile mitzrayim is when we get stuck and we get uh, deeply attached to the, phys- uh, the physicality of this world, and then the king of Egypt, uh, Pari, uh, represents the uh, seichel of within uh, Klippa, within uh, being intellect, within being involved in the just futile matters of this world, because intellect is like. King which uh, leads, and therefore the king of Mitzrayim is king of uh, Gashmis. That when so when a person uh, uh goes beyond Sechel in in his uh being sunken into the material, materialism, that that uh, w- would be called the king of Mitzrayim dying. Uh, and uh, the Possum says that uh, when the king of Israel died, so then the Jewish people uh, moaned from the uh, hard work and they cried out. This means they cried out uh, when, when uh, we're stuck in materialism without any uh, in, the intellect and without, without any limits. So then we cry out Hashem with, uh, with saying Shema and uh, uh, in a way of, like we say in Shema, beyond our limits, uh, to get out of this Mitzrayim and to return to Hashem. So how do we get to this this state of, we're going to go beyond our limits to connect Hashem? So it's through the whole process of davening. So we start with Pesukah de Zimra. With Baruch, uh, starting with Baruch HaOma and then all the Halukas and going all the way to Yishtabach. And we talk about how, uh, we talk about Hashem's greatness and how everything about Hashem is, uh, is uh, nothing. It's energized the whole time by Hashem. And then especially even more in the brachas of Shema, where we talk about how the, uh, the uh, Malachim, uh, they uh, praise Hashem. And uh, forever, uh, because although uh, this world is limited, but spiritual uh, spheres are unlimited, and therefore the malachim and the shamans can praise Hashem in an unlimited way there. And, and so that's very Kadeshim And they're only praising Hashem's name. Uh, uh, now, there's a difference between the way Hashem energizes the world. Uh, versus the way, in general, someone would make something move or accomplish something. So normally, uh, there's kaya chapeil benifal. It has to be the act, the power of the actor in what he is making act, making move, in order to affect change. But with Hashem, there's no there's no change because he's not uh, nitfas, he's not grasped within what his, uh involved within what he is uh, creating Bringing into existence or energizing, Uh, so Hashem stays uh, beyond, like we say in this in the before uh, the first bracha before Shema, Hamray Mamlavadeh that Hashem is uh, aloof, alone, and is nothing, is beyond creation. So, so what energizes uh, creation? It's only Shemay, only His name, and and how Hashem as Melech as King and and even as Hashem creates through a name in other words not not uh with the that it's not changing Hashem but even that name is also biblical is also unlimited next paragraph so once a person reflects on all the on these ideas on how Hashem is totally uh, unlimited and unchanged and uh, so then he will uh, through creations so and he'll come to an ava a love of hashem, with all his might i'll just want to connect to the real thing uh, to try to jump out to uh, to escape this uh, darkness and the shackles of materialism and connect hashem and uh, so, so through the person's uh, effort, and this is the female letters, so then uh, Hashem uh, responds with the, the male letters, so to speak, with the giving over. And this is the difference between, in the first paragraph of Shema, it says, va'hafta. in the second paragraph, it says, La- Lava. Uh, in Vahim Shemaya, we say, Lava, Hashem, um uh, so, so the difference is that there's different types of verbs so when you say about hafta, that's that's uh our effort. love hashem we're we're it's called a pearl yeah, so we're doing something it's connecting to the next word it's moving we're accomplishing uh and then lava is is the that same word ahava could be a noun or a verb and that's that's where it's not like such an active moving down, but it's uh, it's on the other hand it's it, it's infinitive so it's uh, connecting to beyond infinite uh, infinite so that's like the love from beyond which actually which actually comes down from Hashem through our effort first and this is the idea of a rots that we jump up towards Hashem and yearning to Hashem, and then shuv, then Hashem uh, brings, uh, directs us back down and brings uh, back uh, his light back down upon us. And uh, uh, through this, uh, we're able to say in the Vahim Shemaya, we say, we say, I will give rain. So in other words, we're talking on behalf of Hashem. Which is crazy. This is because uh, Hashem uh, has been Mamshikh, his light down to us. Therefore, we can speak, so to speak, on, on Hashem's behalf, first person about Hashem. And that's the idea also of Torah, which Torah is Hashem's word. And when we say words of Torah, Hashem is speaking uh, through our mouth and speaking and saying the same Torah with us. And that's why it says about learning Torah, it says, to bomb you should speak in them. It doesn't say you should speak those words, but in them. Uh that, that uh we are like uh, the king, we are like Hashem uh giving over his decree when we learn Torah. so we so and so that's the bomb in them that we're we're actually giving over the words of Torah, and that's why it uses the word anochi right in the pasuk right before Anoichi right refers to essence, Hashem's essence, and therefore because uh, through Torah we connect Hashem's essence, therefore we could say later on in that I will give the rain, and. And then Shema concludes in the third paragraph, I am Hashem who took you out of Egypt. Uh, so this is uh, the idea of uh, getting out uh, of uh, all limitations. And this is all from the male letters that come after and uh, as a response to the female letters. Next paragraph, Achinei. But then we have another level, level of uh, male letters, which is not even a response to the, the female letters. It's uh, just a uh, gilly from above, revelation from above. Now, this is our concept of Kris Yamsuf, because uh, like we said in the previous moment, that the sea has everything that the land has. It has the vegetation and animals, the only difference is that in the sea, they're concealed, and on land, they're revealed. So the land re- represents almodiscalia, the revealed world, and the uh, sea represents Almodiskasia. And uh, w- within the person himself, the uh, higher level, the, the cause is compared to Almodiskasia, the hidden world, and then the, the effect... Is the um, the revealed world? So, for example, intellect, which is when we what we think, our perspectives lead to our emotions. So, the intellect is the hidden world, and then the emotions are the revealed world. And similarly, uh, thought compared to intellect. So, intellect is our perspective, and thought is when we actively use it and reveal what's going on in our minds. So that also, the thought is the revealed world. Compared to Seichel, the hidden world, or speech is even more ghillie than Machshava. Uh, so, so that's even more the revealed world. And uh, like Isaiah says, that uh, thought, uh, you could have a lot of thoughts. And so, in other words, it's more uh, abstract and more hidden than speech. Because uh, and therefore speech is called revealed compared to machshava. And throughout his Shalosh, you have uh, this uh, chain of uh, level to level, and as when you go down uh, level to level, more and more revealed as you go up. It's more and more the concealed, representing the concealed world. And depending what you're comparing, you could call any level either revealed compared to what is above or concealed compared to what is below it. But Hashem himself, in essence, is not like higher or lower it's just totally beyond and there darkness and light is all the same compared to Hashem so next paragraph so at Kriyas Syamsu there was a revelation of Hashem's essence and so that uh, sea and dry land would be the same thing compared to Hashem now it says that with Mashiach, again we'll have this idea of the sea turning to dry land and we'll, we'll cross the, cross it uh, by foot. So the idea is that that uh, the that, uh, splitting of the sea, both with Chris Yamsaf and with Mashiach, it's about what is normally concealed becoming revealed through a revelation of Hashem's essence that makes every that equalizes everything. Therefore, it says, when Mashiach comes, that will be happy with him, with Hashem himself, because there will be a revelation of Hashem's essence. And uh, this uh, being rejoicing with Hashem is simply the joy that comes together with doing a mitzvah. Like the Pasuk says at the end of the since you didn't serve Hashem with joy, may Rav Koh when you had everything. So Rav Koh refers to his over the page. Which is Rav, right, which there's a lot of levels. It's like an onion that has peel after peel after peel. That's like a so you can keep on going uh, higher and higher and higher or low, low, lower. But Uh, whereas Simcha Shem Mitzvah the joy that comes from doing a mitzvah some mitzvahs connect Hashem's essence and that's not just a level up or another level up but it's just Hashem's essence which is beyond all levels and uh, therefore uh, when we uh, rejoice with Hashem which is uh, like it says through doing mitzvahs of the Torah so uh, then we bring down this essence uh, into the world. So when we do a mitzvah, we say, that Hashem sanctified us through His mitzvahs. The mitzvahs are like the, the 248 mitzvahs are the 248 limbs. And uh, just as with, in the with the soul, so we can't, hold a soul you can't grab a soul but when we move the person we're moving the the person's soul as well the soul goes with the body and similarly uh with the mitzvahs so uh, the mitzvah we we do a mitzvah grabs hashem as well and so we have the we could go use the right hands which is like tzedakah and kindness or the left hand which is uh, self-control it's kafir conquering one's tahara. And uh, that has Hashem in it. And with all the mitzvahs and all we have Hashem in it. And therefore, this brings to great joy from connecting to Hashem's essence. This is not esr which is according to the esr an arousal from above, according to the arousal from below, because that's all within nishal within different levels and revelations. But here we're talking about Hashem's essence. And therefore, it's just a pure esr beyond what we uh, deserve, what we brought out ourselves. And that's why at the time of Kriyasi Yamsa, when there was this simcha, this joy from connecting to Hashem's essence beyond what we, de- we deserved or what we could even elicit from above, so therefore it says, Moshe said, Mati, take a lie, why are you crying to me? So this depends on Atik, uh, which, is, which Atik is, is, uh, is, is uh, like uh, the revelation of the uh, essence um, of the Mat, or so of Hashem himself. And uh, that's what was uh, reached and what was uh, revealed at the time of Yamsov.